Thank you for joining me today for this brief devotional. My hope is that your heart will both be encouraged and challenged. Good Monday morning. Have you ever wondered why every Disney movie, every epic movie, like Gladiator or The Patriot or Les Miserables has good versus evil? And sometimes it's movies like that where you have a Javert or a Commodus who represents this external evil, but then there's also the internal struggle with um, the spirit world that we live with. I think of the movie um, Fried Green Tomatoes where Kathy Bates plays this magical character of Evelyn Couch and she has to battle this internal struggle for her heart and she has that Tawanda moment or Helen in one of my favorite movies, Diary of a Mad Black Woman, who has to battle for her heart and eventually comes back to life. Hollywood is a master at showing us the, the battle that we face between good and evil. And yet I don't know that Hollywood actually realizes that this is a real struggle. That from the beginning of time, your heart and my heart has had an enemy. That we come from a place that battles in a spirit world, that there is a real Satan and a real enemy who scripture tells us comes to steal and kill and destroy. He says he's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That means every day when you wake up, your heart lives in a war zone with a real enemy that is out for not just to rob from you, but actually to completely destroy you. And yet some of us never stop inside a given day to realize the real war, the real struggle between the demonic and the glorious of our mighty God, the struggle that resides between the two. But I'm here today to bring it back to your awareness that this is the world in which we dwell, the one between heaven and earth, where, where Satan has the rule of this world. And so our hearts are in a war zone with a very real enemy. Matthew 12, 30 in the Message Bible says it this way, Jesus has just healed a demoniac, someone who is demon possessed, and he's kind of um, ridiculed by the Pharisees and attacked by the Pharisees. And he comes at them with this statement, and this is in the Message Bible in chapter 12, verse 30. Jesus says, this is a war. There is no neutral ground. And some of us live our lives thinking that Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday holds some kind of neutral ground, but that just isn't true 
for our lives. So who is our enemy, our real enemy? Remember I talked a couple weeks ago about making sure that we know who our real enemy is, that it's not flesh and blood, but we're fighting principalities and powers and rulers and demonic forces in heavenly realms. There is a real Satan. He was one of the angelic hosts. He was one of the um, kind of patriarchal angels, if you will, up there with Michael and Gabriel. He was um, just a leader in angels, and yet he wanted the power of God. And so he was cast out of heaven, and with him a third of the angels followed. Scripture gives him 17 different names, and I'm just going to give you a few of them, okay? He's an accuser. He's the angel of light. He's a thief. He's a roaring lion. He's Lucifer. He's the evil one. He's the serpent of old. He's called the devil and he's called Satan. And what we need to realize today is he is not mythical. He is real. And he's after your heart, the heart of your family, the heart of your city, the heart of your church, the heart of your nation, and the heart of this world. And you and I cannot afford to live as if we live in some neutral ground, thinking that a peace treaty is going to win this war. Because it's not. So listen to how Paul tells it to the Church of Ephesians. And this is a powerful um, lesson in how to fight this enemy that we face. Because the beauty of this is that when Jesus came, he gave the authority back to his people, to those of us who are followers of Jesus Christ. We have weapons in our arsenal to battle this enemy. We are not weaponless. We are not um, impotent in this war. We are mighty through the power that Jesus gave us by taking our sin and being resurrected from the cross. And this is what Paul wrote to the church of Ephesus. He said, and that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you. So what has he set out for us? This is it. Well-made weapons of the best materials. So we have in front of us the best weapons that you could ever have to fight this enemy that we face. So what do we have to do with them? He tells us. And put them to use. That means you and I have to then take up the weapons we've been given and actually use them. We can't fight a battle not using the weapons we've been given. And yet some of us have just thrown up our hands in this war. But we can't. We have to be vigilant in this war. So put them in, your, in use so you'll be able to stand up against everything the devil throws your way. That, that is telling us that if we use this weapon, there's nothing the enemy can throw at us that we can't stand up against. He holds nothing in his power that God's power isn't greater. It's important to remember this. Satan is not God's equal. God has no equal. Satan is already a defeated foe. 
His time is up. His demise is set. Revelation tells us the end of the story, but it does not mean that he's not still active today in our lives. But it also means that you and I, according to this, have everything we need to stand up against anything the enemy throws at us. I'm sorry, but that's really good news on a Monday morning. That's really good news on a Monday morning. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of days. That means this is real. It really is real. This is for keeps. It's a life and death fight to the finish. Friends, Satan is not going to stop battling us until the very end. He is not going to stop in this battle. That means you and I can't either. We have to endure until the end, Scripture says. This is for keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. That's who our battle is against. So be prepared. That means you and I need to be prepared. We need to know what our arsenal is. Excuse me, I'm getting a little excited on a Monday morning. Know what our arsenal is. So what is it? You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. The enemy isn't more than we can handle. It's just more than we can handle on our own. But the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God and through prayer. And Jesus told his disciples, I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy. There is nothing he can bring you that in me you can't stand up against. So take all the help you can get. Get every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. Learn how to apply righteousness in your life. We are made righteousness by Christ Jesus. Learn how to use your peace. Realize that Jesus himself is our peace, and we don't have to walk through this season of life that we're living in fearful and afraid. We can face the greatest of enemies and still have peace in our heart. We can face the greatest places of fear and still rise up in a spirit of faith because that is our inheritance. That is what Jesus has given us. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. That's why you and I need God's word in our heart so that when we're fighting the battle, the word, the word of truth can come out of our mouth so that when the lies of the enemies are coming, we can then speak the truth of God's word against those lies. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. So how, do, how should we pray? Pray hard and long. You and I need to be people of prayer. That is one of our weapons. That is one of our tools. Pray for your brothers and sisters. And listen to this, keep your eyes open. What does that mean? That means this is a season we cannot afford to be a slumbering people. We don't have that luxury. That luxury passed a long time ago, if it was ever here. You and I have to be watchful and diligent in this battle. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. And that means you and I need to be encouraging each other. That's why I'm giving this message today, because I want you to be encouraged. 
I want you to know what you have at your disposal. I want you to know the tools and the weapons that God has placed into your care and into your hands to use. We, some of us have been taken out by the enemy right and left. We've been taken out by our fear in this season. We've been taken out by our isolation. We've been taken out by our shame. We've been taken out by our control or our performance. We have been taken out right and left. But again, let me say this to you, that is not your inheritance as a follower of Christ. Yes, your heart lives in a war zone. It really, really does. And we need to know that. I believe that is a word that we all need to hear today. We need to be watching and aware. But we are more than equipped for the battle we face. So take up your arms, fellow soldiers in this war. Fight that good fight of faith. And I promise you this. The enemy will fall at the hands of Jesus and his weapons of war every single time. If your heart was encouraged today, please know that we have many other resources available for you. You can discover all of those at reclaiminghearts.org.